Welcome to another episode of Rockstar Violinist, the podcast from Electric Violin Shop that brings you conversations with creative string players from all over the world. I'm Matt Bell, your host. I spend way too much time on social media, but one very good reason is that there are some insanely good players out there. I think I first saw Soyeon Eam chopping on Instagram. Her talent and her really cool username, Six Minor, kind of jumped out at me. Soon, I was headed down the rabbit hole and found out that she has some incredible music and some fantastic YouTube videos, many in Korean but subtitled in English. Right now, we're listening to an unreleased single of hers called Up in the Air. We're getting kind of a sneak preview here. So grab you a leftover 4th of July hot dog or something, as long as it's not green yet, and enjoy our chat with Sayon Im, a.k.a. Six Minor, a.k.a. V. Olin, rock star violinist. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you so much for doing this interview. Um, I'm so happy to you have me because I'm really big fan of the electric violin shop, Instagram, and every you're working. So um, oh, I'm really cool. happy. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I came across you on I think Instagram. Yeah, I with think the six so. minor account. <laughs> right. And I was like, man, she does so much cool stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing a lot of social media stuff. Um, pretty long time so actually you repost my um, what was that it was um, electric violin playing video it was a few okay. years ago I played NS violin it was mm. um, a testing from Berkeley College of Music because uh, we have a music library music instrument right. library so I borrow and then I test and then I made a video and then you repost it it was almost oh, awesome. four years ago, maybe three years ago, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, you've got a huge following on, on YouTube, right? Uh, yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> well, tens of thousands of people is pretty big. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm trying my best. So, yeah, I guess maybe tell me a little bit about your story and how you got started playing and, and how you arrived at where you are now. Okay, um, I started with the classical violin thing, um, as people normally do. Um, but some point, I really wanted to play non-classical music. I, at the time, I didn't think about it jazz. Just I wanted to um, play violin with something new. So um, I started YouTube because I was a big fan of the piano guys YouTuber. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so I wanted to make some kind of similar style boy violinist thing so I started YouTube and then I make some video and then uh, I'm suddenly I met bass player uh, he was a professor in Korea um, kind of pop area so he suggests how about you go to the Berkeley it will be nice mm. because um, here there is no violin player you know in jazz or creative stuff so maybe it will be fine so Oh, maybe that's a great idea. I thought it, so I preparing the audition, and then I apply to the audition, and then I got a kind of great scholarship from them. So okay, let's go. That's why I started the kind of creative stuff. I mean, it's very hard to um, say. It's it was not jazz at the very beginning. So yeah, I mean yeah, and then. Um, 
after coming Berkeley and uh, during the American life, um, I met a lot of jazz musician friends and then I in influenced by them. So I wanted to play a little bit more jazz. So um, <laughs> after Berkeley, and I decided to go Queens College for jazz study. So I just finished my Queens College master. Yeah. yeah, congratulations. Yeah, thank you so much. And then now I'm uh, more figuring out how can um, show to the non-classical violin thing to people because definitely there are a lot of people who really wanted to play non-classical music stuff, but you know, it's very hard to find it. Now I know of certain, certain things so I can find very well, but if you are starting, it's very hard to find the right information and easy information too. So uh, I'm thinking about to making easy access for them. So that's why I'm making short video and a little bit more pop stuff, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I love how there's just such a wide variety yeah. in your playing. Mm -hmm. that, that all the way from classical to some pop stuff to, to pretty hardcore jazz. And then you're kind of blending all those together too, right? Thank you so much. Yes, yeah, I want it. Um, because um, sometimes jazz is good, but sometimes that's too hard for people at the very beginner to listen and to imitate. So I'm doing more um, easy approach because if they are thinking, oh, I wanted to play jazz violin, but sometimes that's not jazz. They just want to play non-classical music. So yeah, kind of a little influencing to them. So uh, that's, that's very fun, actually. They're very fun. Yeah. yeah. And you're doing, um, you know, that's a it's a point on one of your videos that I just watched mm -hmm. that, um, in fact, I think you're doing this a Chinese language video or Korean language video? It's um, actually, um, I'm Korean, so it's a Korean language, but recently I started Chinese YouTube, Core Bilibili, and other platform, because uh, in the China, it's hard to... Uh, they cannot access to YouTube and Instagram or something, so they have a certain their own platform. So I decided, okay, I need to share more information with the Chinese people. A lot of um, opportunity, and then actually, it's kind of a little trend in Korea right now. So okay, <laughs> yeah, I yeah, that's started, what confused yeah. me because I was like, oh, yeah. I know she's from Korea. I don't know right, if you right? speak any <laughs> any Mandarin or anything, but like you said, that you was a it was a Chinese YouTube. Yeah, it's uh, so I have some. Um, um, kind of little manager for that. So um, he posts in Chinese language and then uh, he's managing everything. But yeah, I'm just making video. <laughs> yeah. Because you were one of the things that you talked about is that, you know, people will assume when you say, well, I'm playing jazz. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, you're playing electric violin. Oh, yeah, a lot. Actually, I mentioned a um, previous video of what is a jazz violin. I, I made a video, yeah. yeah. Because um, at the very beginning, um, I start. I wanted to go to the Berkeley, and then I talked to my professor who teaches me the classical music. And then she asked me, "Oh, so you are playing electric violin?" That meaning is most of people think if uh, you are playing jazz violin, a core playing electric violin, like a something like this. So, I mean, it's one of the parts, but uh, I prefer more acoustic sound, and. Actually, recently I'm very interested in electric sound because there are a lot of opportunity. You know, I uh, recently very deep into the Christian house um, last mm. recording. Um, he used a bunch of the violin and then he blended a lot of great sound in the one album. So. Yeah.
Enjoy a little bit of jazz here from Sayan and Jason Anik, jazz professor at Berklee College of Music. Jason's going to take the first solo here. Um, yeah, I go, I'm going the other way. I'm actually headed to get my master's degree in electric violin. Oh, actually, and, I saw some um, um, university make the electric violin course. University it's, of Illinois. Yeah, yeah. It's the same one or? Yep, that's okay. where I'm headed. God. So everybody assumed, I'm actually a punk rock guy, so all the stuff that I, know, I write uh, is punk rock, but everybody assumes that Oh well, so you're gonna you're gonna be doing jazz or rock, and I said, well, also not, not in the university setting. In a university setting, I'll be playing classical and classical I style see, music yeah. on the electric, mm -hmm. um, and then that's kind of the fun thing about it is that we can, I mean, you think about when you play Bach, you're all and you're playing it on your modern acoustic violin, you're already playing on an instrument it wasn't written for. Right, so what's the difference if I played on a modern acoustic, which it wasn't written for, huh. or on an electric, uh -huh. which it also wasn't written for? Right, 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 right. But electric violin, um, 
um, actually in Korea, um, they just start just playing electric music, but most of the electric violin player, they don't know how to uh, managing effector or some making great sound. And then sometimes they don't know how to using amplifier too. It's another story actually than playing, but yeah, most of people really focus on the how to play on this. Yeah, anyway, yeah. Yeah, it's, been, it's a battle that I think we're fighting in the electric violin community that so many people that are, are out there playing electric violin aren't any good. Yeah, but and they sound terrible. So everybody goes, oh, well, I've heard an electric violin. That's awful. That's why I'm a little scared to start electric violin. I mean, I really need to learn about amplifier very, very well. This is very, very um, hard thing to control every, you know, uh, effector very well for making gray sound and then I, you need to make a, uh, your own tone through amplifier mm. that's very hard point really hard really yeah very another story so I'm very scared to start but I want it yeah <laughs> well you're a fantastic player you'll be good at this Maybe. and Thank you, you know and you'll spend the rest of your life just chasing different sounds and different oh, yeah. tones yeah yeah so sometimes I just uh, thought about it why violin player only play one instrument like Guitar player, they have a bunch of the guitar, and then if they play different situation, they change the guitar and they're making different tone, and then they spend a lot of the time for making that kind of tone, right? So why violinist using only one or the instru instrument only? So I was That's a right. little curious, but I'm still doing same thing. Oh my god! <laughs> anyway, well, part of it is that your main guitar probably doesn't cost thirty thousand dollars. Right, 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 right. That's true. Yeah. But, you know, electric mm -hmm. violins are not that expensive. A super expensive mm -hmm. electric violin might be five grand. Yeah, it's not, not too much. So acoustic violin, five, that kind of quality, not too good, actually. So, yeah, right. makes sense, yeah. So I, wanted, I want you to talk a little bit about um, the, the Bach that you did, that you sort of, that you did with the, the jazz version of the Bach double. I love that. Oh, thank you so much. I'm a, I study pretty strongly classical music uh, my past year, so always when I um, try to turn to the jazz, I just check the or classical music stuff to the jazz, but it was not classical music, it was not jazz music, it was not nothing actually, it was just arrangement, so I wanted to play a little bit classical feeling, but with jazz, I, can, I don't know. I'm, I'm still working on, but I wanted to make a um, great arrangement um, for the people because um, a classical musician also wanted to play some jazz style, but there is no sit music. So actually for my goal is uh, making sit music very well. They can play right um, jazz style. Actually, the last time my project was not like this. Actually, it was kind of modern jazz style. So some people feel like, oh, this is jazz. Maybe you guys just play with the drum, but it was modern style. But anyway, now I'm working on more uh, swing and really traditional jazz stuff plus classical music right now. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it will be fine. But Actually, many people ask me for the sit music, so I think it would be really nice to hear other people's playing from my arrangement.
you know, I love the fact that you're trying to make jazz music accessible to people that are only classical players. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because I think that's the thing that a lot of times people are a little, they're scared, right? To try something yeah. that they don't understand. Yeah. I mean, the reason why, why there are not many jazz violin in this field, I think, in my opinion, um, it's very huge difference. So if they start jazz playing as a, a classical musician, they feel like suddenly they cannot play at all. So always they are finding set music, but there are not proper set music, and then they don't know how to use this set music for jazz playing. So I wanted to help at that point, actually. So uh, that's why I'm starting um, classical to jazz music project right now. Um, and then in the future, I wanted to make that kind of music more and more and more like um, jazz music, but classical music can play. So that point, maybe we can make help and then this scene more bigger because if many players play and then many audience listen, if they have experience about the jazz violin thing, maybe this scene will be a little bit growing up, I think. so. Um, doing YouTube and then making some arrangement for helping other people. Maybe that's my future plan, by the way, yeah. Yeah. Well, so are you writing out some solos for, for classical players to sort of get these, these shapes and sounds into their mm -hmm. heads a little bit? Yeah, I think so. First of all, uh, my goal, main goal is making solo too. But first of all, uh, even though uh, they need to learn about sh uh, swing feeling, for playing mm -hmm. that one, so anyway, that will be very helpful. Actually, main goal of the jazz is improvisation, but I think for the classical musician, that's the second step. First step is maybe learning little swing feeling. It'll be mm. very, very helpful. So uh, maybe I we're gonna making or the solo part, and then if they feel okay, I wanted to learn more, maybe they were gonna be very serious. Because yeah. most of my jazz violin students, they quit in one month or three months because they realize too hard. But if you feel, okay, I can do it. If they feel like this, maybe they will work more time for this one, I think. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> yeah. point. That you know, We want to give it to them in little bites that they can mm -hmm. digest mm -hmm. and it doesn't scare them off. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's fantastic. You've got a ton of videos on your YouTube channel. Um, you're obviously staying very busy doing uh, cover videos and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's kind of busy and then pretty uh, emotional work actually. Sometimes video is very popular, sometimes video is unpopular. If I can be busy, but if a video is popular and then a lot of feedback, I'm so happy and then I can do very a lot of my time, but I work a lot of time for one video and arrangement, but nobody watching. Wow, emotionally so down. So I don't want to make a video anymore, but you know, it's pretty hard work actually. Yeah. I'm glad you said that yeah. because I, I think that's a thing that we all in social media world uh -huh. and especially in the last year and a half where we've all pretty much been living online, right? Yeah. So recently, I feel like a lot of uh, my uh, musician friend who working on social media, they have a lot of depression, I realize. Recently, a lot of people post about the depression on the social media, and then one of my friend led a suicide, suicide actually. Mm. So actually, that's a big problem, but 
if you want to be on some kind of social media thing, actually it's fate. Because sometimes video is popular, sometimes not popular, and then we need to constantly unload the video. That's a lot of emotional work. It is. Yeah, so it's very hard. But the good thing is, I'm pretty less depression. <laughs> 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 I'm pretty fine, but sometimes I also feel similar feeling. That's really bad, but I like this um, situation to make a um, video and then showing them. Actually, I like it, actually. I'm kind of type to oh, happy to watching my video and my music actually, so I'm pretty fit with this. <laughs> Isn't it funny too, like how you'll make a video and you're thinking, oh, people are gonna love this, but no, and then yeah. it, like nobody likes it, and then you sort of throw one out there going, oh, this is kind of a dumb, but it's what I did, so I'm gonna put it out, and it just blows up. Yeah, actually I have a 2 million video, it's almost 3 million video, that's called Pink Violin Review, most cheapest violin in the online thing. Actually, yep. I just made it uh, because I wanted to start a talking video, so it was just first my project for the talking video. I didn't think about it, just okay, let's do it. Uh, I was kind of practicing video editing too, for, but suddenly it was so popular at the really wrong point. I actually I didn't expect but this violin was a really creepy violin but I played but people think it was pretty fine my playing so they feel like wow <laughs> brilliant or something like this and then suddenly it was so popular and then uh, my YouTube was very small YouTube like a five, 5k 5,000 YouTube but in three days suddenly 30,000 people subscribers in three days so <sighs> so long time I made the arrangement and the making a music video so a lot of effort but wow so less but wow it was huge actually wow isn't that the craziest thing it's crazy because it was um, actually it was not great for me because I want I didn't want it to talking video I wanted to mm. make a music video but suddenly talking reviewing as it's not musician stuff i think it's just but suddenly so popular i feel like i need to make a similar stuff and then i'm suddenly starting finding okay unique violin <laughs> only searching <laughs> this one and then i'm just only thinking about it so a certain point i realized hey i need to play <laughs> not this one so i was kind of a little slump actually after that actually but now I it's a really yeah sorry it's a really crazy thing when when you have a certain video that blows up yeah. over two million views three million views and you're and now you feel this pressure to do that yeah yeah and you're like but that's not what I I'm a I'm a trained musician I'm not a trained cheap violin reviewer yeah <laughs> actually people really expecting still I think what I'm not doing right now because I don't want to be like this only but I don't know it's pretty hard part. Other contents is not very popular. <laughs> Only cheap violin and funny violin review is so popular. So it's very, oh, my very problematic point right now. Still, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if that's the two set effect or what it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm not very funny pe person like a two set violin. So I don't have any confidence I can do so long time like that. Here's a clip from the cheapest violin video we talked about. It now has almost 3 million views.
I highly recommend watching it. It's really good. It has English subtitles. And Sayana is much funnier than she gives herself credit for. It's it's really a, a very entertaining video. It is this bright pink violin that she bought for $21 plus $9 in shipping. She's now explaining that it's better than she expected. Anyway, it's a very entertaining video, definitely worth watching. Actually, it's very hard. Keep doing certain longer time every week, similar idea. Really no idea about it so, myself. Yeah. yeah. Well, I do a live stream every week uh -huh. for Electric Violin Shop, and yeah, you're preaching to the choir. I, That's it is hard. really hard. It's it is really hard. hard. I mean, personally, I'm not, uh, I don't like doing live stream because um, I'm a kind of person need to talk every second. I don't like uh, <laughs> empty audio and just keep talking. So that's very hard. So if I do one hour live stream, Oh my god, I'm just done. Oh yeah, I'm totally, like after, a, after a one hour live stream, I'm exhausted. Yeah, so much, so much. So, feel also not great. I don't know, somehow. So, uh, now I'm stopped to do live stream. So, if I see like you doing, constantly doing live stream, I'm so, wow, respect, really. <laughs> Well, I think it's important that we talk about the things that are hard and the things that are struggles, because I think, like you were just saying, it's, you know, you have a video that goes crazy and you're like, well, that was a throwaway video. And then a thing that you feel very strongly about that's very personal to you and it kind of flops. Right. Like, I think that's a universal thing. And I think if we would all be honest and authentic with each other, it would help maybe a better support group. For each other you know what i mean yeah yeah that's very important actually yeah i was thinking about a little bit but oh, i couldn't find yet <laughs> maybe uh, i'm always finding support group um, as a subs subscribers but maybe support each other musicians other musician friend it would be nice actually because sometimes if i make the very trashy video but sometimes i don't know 
and then my friend making trash video also he doesn't know you know so if we support each other maybe we can make a great way and then can be very successful that's a great idea yes yeah well i think it's hard too to get authentic feedback too right because you've sort of got the two types of people out there That's one that, who says yeah. everything you do oh it's great it's great it's great and then you've got the trolls out there that everything you do you're out of tune and that's terrible and you shouldn't so but there's no it's so hard to get constructive authentic feedback from people that's right if you are not very close maybe it's very hard to say something like this yeah that's right. true yeah mm. but i like so, to hey, hear like, i yeah. really like your video but you really ought to think about getting a gimbal for your camera. Or, right. you know, I really like your video, but I think the audio quality could be better. All right. And, yeah. You know? Right, right. You never get that. It's always like, this video sucks, or everything you do is amazing. Oh, that's true. The, the other one, I mean, if I post YouTube video sometime, so elementary school subscribers, so sometimes they comment, oh, my teacher is better than you. Or something like this, and then it's so, oh, 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 yeah, maybe, yeah. Thanks. I, yeah, I mean, a similar thing. I know that's bullshit, or you know, uh, but it's very hard to be very positive after that. <laughs> anyway, so if my friends say maybe comment like this, even though I wanted to hear, maybe feels a little upset, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, I pretty much, I have a rule that I pretty much don't offer unsolicited feedback. Oh. Like if, you know, if there's, if I had an idea like, hey, I think she could really do better with such and such. But if that person has not asked me for advice, oh. I'm not, I'm not going to say something, oh. you know. And if I do send somebody, if I, I've got somebody who's a good friend mm. and I see a video, I'm like, I might send them a direct message. I see. Be like, hey. I was taking your video and I didn't want to say this in front of the whole world, but your camera was shaking like a wet dog. And that was kind of distracting. <laughs> it's very hard point. Yes. Wow. <laughs> well, I want to, I want to talk about your song Wind Blossom. Oh yeah. Actually it was my first composition um, um, for the solo violin and uh, orchestra string orchestra actually i took a berkeley college of music class car um word string by using prison actually and then using uh, encouraging me to composition making composition yourself and then hmm. he directed a lot so i um i made the first um composition for playing with them and then i made a video with them it was really fun and then a very uh, middle of the song, there is some section. Everybody played improvisations just a little bit. Oh, I love that. Yeah, actually, it was a very great point um, as um, some little jazz violin, jazz string player. Even though we are in the orchestra, everybody can play a little bit improvisation. It will be mm. nice for this group, so I made it. Oh, actually, that's my favorite part, but it was not really good at the time because I think it was too short, actually. People didn't have a lot of time for showing themselves, so maybe if I do play next time, maybe I will make it a little longer for each people, maybe. Yeah. Well, it's all part of the learning process, too, yeah. right? Is, is you're trying to write these things, and you don't really know until you play it. Uh-huh. And when you're done, you go... 
yeah, I feel like maybe that could have been longer or that mm -hmm. was too long. And that's, you know, revisions are, are a thing, yeah. right? Also, uh, I really wanted to make my violin concerto very for a long time. Even though I didn't study uh, jazz violin when I was a um, classical music student, uh, from then I really wanted to make some my violin concerto myself actually. So maybe that kind of wish thrown to the, this um, sit, uh, music piece because this is really set of the violin concerto, solo violin and orchestra. So right. uh, actually I wanted to work that kind of project more and more, but um, very hard to find the right players. And it's very big project, so rehearsing problem and then every problem happened. So now I couldn't do it, but yeah, I really want to do more and more. And then I wanted to make a more big piece, big music actually. And then yeah. recording actually, yeah, album. Well, we're yeah. going to let people listen to this to this entire piece. Mm -hmm. um, is there anything else you want to say before we listen to it? Um, actually, this is very, I think, a spring song, <laughs> very okay. spring feeling song, and a pretty kitschy melody, but by violin very beautiful. And then there's some. Um, a cello line, very groovy. Boom, ka, boom, boom, ka. It's very, maybe if you are a classical musician, maybe this is very new thing. So you should focus on more rhythmic stuff by cellist. And then very middle, everybody play the chop. So mm -hmm. play chop on the orchestra also, it's not very, I mean, if you know about the chop, maybe it's very common stuff, but if you don't know about it, it was very cool thing. So actually, after I unload this music, so many classical composition uh, composer asked me how I rotate, how I use this sound for my song. They ask a lot. Anyway, so that will be very fun. And yeah, also focus for the everybody improvisation section. It will be very fun also. Yeah.
it's it's what China is the 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 largest country in the world or second largest is sort of between them and India. Yeah, yeah, it's very huge. And then uh, recently they are really interested in like online and then social stuff also. But they have own platform, so now growing up, I think. So. Um, yeah, so, and then they really wanted to, the creator who make a great um, content. So, um, yeah, it's pretty work. So, actually, I just started two months ago, but already 8,000 followers, the subscribers. Actually, actually, some some points, this platform is way popular than YouTube sometimes, I feel like, even though just three, three months, very new platform. So, I recommend to people that's doing this one very new um, new market also uh, are the my friend who play at the China they have a lot of great experience to play at the China so I really wanted to play at the China too so that's why I started so I hope after the coronavirus go to the China and then playing some gig at there yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one of the things that in in this new digital world that we're living in uh -huh, uh -huh. is trying to identify what the trends are. Yeah. And then I mean, you, then you've got to decide like is this trend right for me? And then the earlier you get in, the better things are going to be, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about to do this one very long time ago, but at the time I it was hard to join to the website because all the Chinese word and then I need to make a Chinese title when I post so it was a really hard procession to me so I couldn't start but this time uh, I have some people who help so I started uh, maybe you can find some people who uh, who can you can help so maybe it will be fine so anyway it's a great market new market so it's great to do any Every time, just starting new market, new project is great thing. So yeah, that's good. So yeah. what is your primary uh, content on the Chinese YouTube? Are you doing instructional videos? Or are you just are you playing and sharing music, or what are you doing? Actually, I cannot speak Chinese, so I decide to not speak in Chinese okay. YouTube. So only playing, but uh, Chinese people prefer making music video style with a great view, I think. Um, so um, for them, I'm making music video style. Uh, in my YouTube, I'm making some talking video and then more musical idea video too. But for the Chinese video, uh, I decide to do only music video style, like a cover, well production music, like it looks mm -hmm. just great one. It's actually if I unload, so different. If I uploaded a really great music video style, suddenly so many view. But if I just schedule a live video myself mm. not popular so uh, I'm thinking about to put more music video style for the Chinese YouTube actually yeah it's I think it's a thing that they didn't really teach in music school but especially since coronavirus I think musicians have had to become video producers right I mean yeah. how much have you had to learn about video and audio recording and mixing and mastering and all that actually um, before I'm coming in U.S., I contract with some agents for being an electric musician. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I, w I was preparing some album, DJ plus violinist, this kind of album, because at that time was EDM thing, you know, 
like a jet, Kaigo, or something, you know, Abichi thing was so huge. So in Korea, um, they are starting some EDM business actually. So I was preparing that album. So I learned a lot MIDI at the time. So certain point later, I realized, oh, I can make a piano guy's style myself. Because right. before then, I cannot make myself. So always friend, my composer friend helped me actually. Well, but after that, I certain point I can make myself. So actually, at that time, I learned everything myself about the um, audio editing. But I cannot make a video myself because when I right. was in Korea, I had a friend, a videographer friend. So he always wanted to make a music video and then really good. So. I don't need to make a video of myself at the time, but after coming America, no friends around here, and then more and more people wanted to make some kind of video. So trend is a little change. You need to do everything. So I'm learning through YouTube, <laughs> lots of video editing. So great video there. So yeah, so long time. I took a lot of time for learning. Uh, from the YouTube, and then now I can make. I'm now I'm making music videos also myself right now. Right. Yeah. The hard part is filming yourself, right? Yeah. So sometimes I'm hiring videographer only shooting. Mm -hmm. Or actually, last time actually I was in Switzerland um, one month before when we just okay. uh, talk. At the time, my boyfriend shoot it. <laughs> okay, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he also first time, so a lot of shaking. But I found <laughs> how to fix this problem in YouTube. So I did a lot of process during uh, through the program. So after that, oh, looks fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my 13-year-old son shoots a lot of my videos. Oh, my God. And, uh, you know, I'm feeding him every day, so he yeah. has to work for free. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course, of course. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, he's just, he's a really bright kid with, oh. with a really good sense of, nice. you know, of, of understanding how to shoot. And you, you can tell him something one time and <laughs> show him the video back and go, hey, you see how it was moving all over? That's no good. And then the next time he shoots it, it's better. Yeah, of course. And then... I mean, more in the future, I think this will be way important than before and before. So maybe it's great for your son, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Maybe he's going to end up with a job or something. Uh, yeah, but even though you are having another job, anyway, everybody making video now. So anyway, it's very important, I think. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So what is, uh, what's coming next for you? You said um, that you want to write a violin concerto. Is that sort of something you're doing, or, or is that something maybe out on the future? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm preparing um, a little bit serious um, classical to jazz project with the pianist. Uh, mm. We are aiming to making all the part. Yeah, and then we are thinking about to release a single uh, as soon. And. Um, so then I'm trying to figuring out more business model with other brand because um, mostly the brand that I can do it is only music brand but I think musician also can do it other brand and then we can make other business model for making money so I'm uh, preparing um, in one month maybe I will release with a copy brand <laughs> okay copy brand and then yeah also 
um, thinking about more education stuff. How can show very well? Because I made a bunch of the video, but it's hard to tell exactly what I wanted to teach you. So I'm thinking about how easy way can teach and influencing to jazz violin stuff. So this three stuff is main point that I'm thinking right now. I think. Awesome. Yeah, it's crazy how like we've always got to figure out how to. Like we can make this art, and that's amazing. That's yeah. great. But how am I gonna get paid? Yeah, that's very, very hard point. Really hard point because uh, people think I have a bunch of uh, some follower, so they think I make money from YouTube pretty a lot. But uh, reality is not a lot. Yeah, very few. Actually, I need to work other ones. So anyway, I'm making video, and then um, I think this is kind of very new business right now. So if we can make a new business model, so maybe we can make uh, money through that. Also, yeah, also now a lot of musicians also doing so, everybody just doing the same thing. So now it's the time, uh, just traditional way is not work, I think. So I think I need to make my own way. So yeah, that's, that's time, yeah, right now, yeah. It is it is a battle that I think musicians have fought since the beginning of time. You know, how right. do we get paid for what we're doing? Mm -hmm. and, and there were patrons of the arts back in the day. And, yeah. and I, I guess there's still some of that a little bit, but you kind of, you've got to convince people to be your patron. Oh, right? Yeah, and yeah. a lot of it is, right. what what are you going to do for me? Mm -hmm. that's, um, yeah, that's also, yeah, it's a great uh, business model and not, not nice one, but... For me, I wanted to make other business model that everybody didn't do it before. Actually, non-musician -music people are doing similar stuff a lot, but musicians are not doing similar one, I think. So maybe combine this idea and this idea, and we can make a new idea anyway, yeah. Making money is hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah, is. Well, so I, hard. Know, I, I wish you a lot of success in that. Yeah, I hope so. And then uh, I wanted to play more Jishi Jazz in New York after everything opened. Actually, recently I really fell in love with Jishi Jazz. Mm. So I'm really happy to play Jishi Jazz right now. So, yeah. Yeah, so in the future, I, in the offline, I wanted to play more Jishi Jazz than I can do. Here's an excerpt of another one of her original tunes called Q Train, recorded live at the Berklee College of Music.
Well, you said earlier that, that you knew at some point when you were studying classical that you didn't want, that you wanted to play non-classical music on the violin. What was the first thing you heard that made you sort of think that? I mean, I think about most of the classical violin, um, they feel like I wanted to jazz is maybe a similar story like me. It's not jazz. It's not, not just listening. Just wanted to escape from the classical music, you know? And then, actually, uh, I have a certain point, actually, um, when I was a college student age, like I'm 22 years old, something, I did a lot of a, uh, college student um, program. Because at that time in Korea, college student program was very huge trend. So um, the brand, like a huge company like um, Samsung or the kind of company they making some um, a college program and then they trained college students or they um, giving opportunity to travel. So at the time okay. I did a lot. I travel a lot with the kind of um, pro um, program. Uh, one of my program, you, do you know Sennheiser, the audio brand? Sennheiser? Yes. Yep. Yeah. I did a Sennheiser college program at the time. And then at the time was a 20 years Asia launching or something kind of a very big issue with this brand. So they decide to um, put their college student um, to the Singapore for performing or presentation or something. So I selected, so I got uh, some opportunity to play violin at the Singapore, but they made the event at the dance club. Mm. So I needed to prepare some non-classical music. I was really just a t second grade of the university, you know, really didn't know any idea about it, but it was first time pr preparing some pop music myself because I need to play at the dance club. It was the second right. biggest in the world club it was. So, okay, what should I do? At the time, the size, Gangnam Style was a big issue. Mm. Do you know? I don't, I don't know, yep, you know. absolutely. I, yeah, so I decided to, okay, let's play size, Gangnam Style. And then, okay, let's play others, others rolling in the deep. So mm, yeah, I, made I, yep. yeah, I made something and then I play at the Singapore and then people really liked my violin playing. Actually, when I was in, when I were, when I played the classical music before, I didn't have any experience. People like, Wah! it's a clapping thing, <laughs> only yeah. something like this. Right. So it was first experience, really like a big, you know, big. Um, like a crowd reaction. Yeah, yeah. So I think, wow, I'm talented with this. <laughs> <laughs> pop stuff maybe yeah I need to do that and then after that I researched a lot of non-classical music stuff that I can do it and then I started to listen a lot of jazz and some string stuff and then I started to compose myself like a MIDI you know mm -hmm. logic yeah yeah and then at the time I listened a lot of bunch of stuff actually yeah, I think the first time you hear a crowd just roar yeah. at your playing, you're yeah. like, I need more of this in yeah, my life. Yeah, yeah, oh wow. Yeah, I wanted to live like this. Yeah, something yeah, like that's this. Right. Yeah, that's right. If you guys could just follow me around and every time I like yeah. open a, a jug of milk, you yeah. could cheer for me, that'd be great. Yeah, right. It was, it was <laughs> a very great experience. I'm thank you for the Genheiser, really, for a long time. Absolutely. Yeah. 
So then I also have to know probably one more thing. Okay. Where did you get your your the six minor? Where did you get that name? <laughs> Actually, I I I mentioned before I was preparing uh, debut as electric musician. At the time, mm -hmm. agency asked me, "How about making your new name like um, electric musician?" <laughs> so <laughs> I made a six minor. Six minor is a violin. My last name is Im. The B. Okay. I am is musical word is six and minor. So okay, looks cool. And then All right, okay. Yeah. I'm still wanted to make some electronic music myself still, so I'm I decide to keep this name. But sometimes I have a two name, violin and six minor, so mm -hmm. I think I need to use just only one name. Actually I like a six minor, but six minor if you hear six minor, you can you cannot imagine I play violin you know right violin is so directly oh this one is violin so right. that's why i'm using but oh, i really love the six minor name <laughs> yeah, yeah i think like people in music immediately six minor like yeah. oh yeah that's yeah, it yeah, you know yeah. but people outside of music yeah, they're like no six idea. minor no. i have no idea what that means yeah but one of many of my friends call me minor six too by the way <laughs> minor six <laughs> Anyway, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> that's all of a sudden the Nashville number system. Oh, your, right. your, your signature is six minus, right? Yeah, yeah. It was great <laughs> a branding name, so I don't want to throw it away, but I don't know how to use it. Well, so I'm just using it as Instagram ID. <laughs> Maybe it'll end up being an album name or something. Yeah, well, a nice idea actually. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Where can people find you and your music mm -hmm. and your videos and all that okay um, you can find me on YouTube core V dot Olin and Instagram core six minor <laughs> yeah that is another episode of Rockstar violinist I apologize for the delay in getting this episode out but as tours and live performances are picking back up my schedule has gotten really crazy uh, which is wonderful after 2020 but it, Good problems are still problems. So you also heard that I'm starting grad school at the University of Illinois this fall. Unfortunately, one of the things that's going to have to adjust to make room for that in my life is this podcast. I definitely want to keep doing episodes, but they will probably not be coming out once a month anymore starting this fall. We still have a lot of cool players I want to talk to, but we just won't be able to do 12 of these a year anymore. In any case, as we leave, we'll bring you some audio from a fantastic video that Soyeon did demonstrating six different styles of Twinkle Little Star with transcriptions showing on the screen for everything she's playing. The six sections will be number one, the main theme, two, Tchaikovsky, three, the chop, four, swing jazz, five, R&B, and six, anime so listen for those and we will see you next time
名前は。